Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Fear Alchemist. I am your host, Ben Harris. I've been looking forward to recording this episode for a few weeks now. And today we are going to talk about the 10 lessons, the 10 things that I learned from my most successful month that I had in January of 2023. But before we begin, I must encourage you to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Um, subscribe, follow on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Make sure you leave a review if you haven't. It takes five seconds and it really helps the show get noticed and recommended to people who are on the same path as you looking for answers, who are trying to break free from fear and anxiety. So it would mean the world if you could take a minute to subscribe, to leave a review. And if you're feeling extra um, loving by the end of this episode, I'd love if you send this to a friend who is struggling with something similar in their business or life. All right, y'all, let's get into this. So last month, I'm recording this in February, um, and in January 2023, I had my most successful month, and that's in money, that's in numbers, and it's in so much more than that. Like It's not just successful in profit, but in every way. It's in how I did it, why I did it, how I felt during it, because you know I've done a lot of launches in the past. This is my most successful, and you know you can have a quote unquote successful month on paper, but it can still feel pretty crappy. <laughs> it's like it feels stressful. It doesn't feel fulfilling. It feels like you're burned out. Um, I'm sure you know, right? Whether it's a nine to five job, like you can have all the things on paper, but for there's usually a feeling, a sense of fulfillment or meaning and love missing from it. But the difference with this month is that it was in complete alignment. All of the things, how I felt, right? How I did it, the money, all the things. And it's never felt so good. And I want to tell you how it happened and what I learned from it. Because success is how it feels and not just how it looks. All right, let's get into these lessons. So number one is, and this is possibly the biggest one. <laughs> I just... I wanted to put it for number one because this is definitely the major, major, major key. And if you take anything from this, this is going to be the one to really, really remember. Okay, so is I learned that 99% is still holding back. Like I'm talking about commitment. Like if you are 99% committed, you are still holding back a lot. 99% commitment means you're still really not committed. 99% committed is basically the same thing as 1% commitment. You're still not all in. You still have one foot in and one foot out. You are hedging for failure. You're actually like planning for failure, for disappointment, for rejection, instead of planning for success. You're still holding so much back. And this is the biggest thing that I learned in this. Like, because like, guys, it was crazy. Like, I finally made a commitment to myself. Like, I've realized in the past two years of my life that in my business and other areas of my life too, but specifically in my coaching business. And just, it's not just, it. I just felt like, oh, like I was hitting against this brick wall. I kept hitting a wall, hitting a wall. And I felt like no matter how hard I tried, like I still wasn't doing the thing. And what I realized is like, I wasn't fully committed. Like I was still holding back. And if you're wondering, well, how do I know if I'm holding back? If you're asking that question, then you know you're not all in. You know you haven't given your full heart. And I know that's what was being asked of me in this experience was like I could feel it. Like I know as I was being prepared for this moment and the world, the universe, 
God was asking me to give my full heart, like to really give fully. And it's such a different feeling. And I remember the moment it was right when I launched this, the early registration period, and I committed to myself. I'm like, Ben, I can't remember if I was in like meditation or, you know, pacing back and forth. There was definitely many moments of like meditation and in like workouts and just self-motivating and journaling all the things where I was just like, okay, it's time to go all in. Like I'm giving all of me, no matter what the result is, like regardless of the result, I'm going to show up every single day. No matter who signs up, no matter how many people say no or how many rejections or whatever, like whatever the thing is I'm scared of happening, what are all the what ifs that could pop up, right? All the nervousness, all the hesitation. I'm like, no, like I am committing to give it my all. And that's when it changed. Like I had done so many, I had basically done everything before this point, you know, like I would do the posts. I worked with coaches and mentors. I had marketing. Like, it, it would appear as if I was doing everything that I should be doing. But the reason why it wasn't working from my perspective and from my experience is that I wasn't all in. And that's fear. You know, it's like we are bracing for disappointment, for failure, for something bad to happen, for something to go wrong, to lose money, like taking this risk. Like, and like seriously, like there's not many moments, guys, where I can say like it was like my life truly changed. Like when people talk about spiritual awakenings and stuff, like I've already I've always been pretty in tune my whole life. And of course there's been moments, you know, of like quitting my job and rebranding my business and stuff like that, like big moments. This was one of those big moments, but I it's even bigger than all of those, which is crazy to say, right? Like bigger than quitting your job or bigger than rebranding my business into the fear guy. It was the biggest. And it felt like how I'm describing it is it felt like, I'm not sure if you guys have ever used a glow stick, but when you first get a glow stick, you have to break it. You have to snap it in order for it to work, right? And then you shake it and it glows. That's what I felt like. I literally felt like something snapped in me in the best way. Like I broke something, right? Like I broke the old patterning and I, I just glowed and I'm shining. And I'm not sure if you might have noticed or felt something different uh, if you follow me on Instagram, because that's where I did most of the, like where I was doing most of like the promoting and showing up. And I'm the most confident that I ever feel. Like I showed up so powerfully and it was because I finally just like committed. I gave it my all and you can't really tell someone how to do that. Like you have to do it for yourself. You know, even though I coach people through these things and through fear and I've had coaches and mentors, whatever, it's like I had to decide for myself. I had to finally make a decision. And that's really what it comes down to, right? Is a decision. It's always a choice to go all in and to hold nothing back. It was, there's such a difference, guys, between 99% and 100%. And I snapped, I, some people would probably call it like a Kundalini awakening. I felt like I was high on ecstasy for two and a half days straight. Seriously, it was such alignment, such alignment with source and the divine. I was just in flow. It was such a cool feeling. 
and I know it happened because I was in service and in my heart, I was fully immersed and gave everything I had instead of like, okay, well, I'm going to give most of myself, but I'm going to hold just a little back, right? Just in case something bad happens, just in case something goes wrong. And I know you know what that feels like. You might be feeling it right now. And pretty much nothing really changed besides just the energy, besides like my confidence completely changed because of that new commitment. It was 100%. Literally nothing held back anymore. Full heart, all in, regardless of the result. And that's the key, regardless of the result. So I just want you to really sit with that point because that is the key for me. And I believe it's the key for a lot of people, if not most of us or all of us, is that the reason we're not successful as we want to be yet is because we're still holding back. Even if it's just 0.01%, you're not all in yet. So what is preventing you from going all in and how can you just jump in? How can you fully just give and allow your heart to open and just give it all instead of holding something back? Because if you're holding something back, you might get a version of the success that you want, but it's not going to feel as meaningful and as aligned because you're not, right? Like you will feel like something's missing from it because something is missing from it, right? You are missing from it. Your full heart is missing from it your full alignment, your full energy, the true you is missing. Even if it's a somewhat successful launch or product or month or whatever, is it will still feel like something is missing because it is. So sit with that one. That's the biggest thing I learned. And that is such a big key for a lot of you. All right. Lesson number two is that these offerings, these services, these products, whatever we're doing and creating in any form, in any art or business that we're doing, these offerings are here to transform us too. Um, they're not just for our clients, our students, or our customers. And this is why I love this work so much because when I launch a program about the one I'm talking about right now, right? It was, it was, it's called Fear Alchemy for Coaches and Creators. And it's all about helping people step into their gifts, into their confidence, removing fear and the obstacles that are keeping them small and hiding and not sharing the real them and stepping into their business and their gifts and their life in the way that they're meant to. And then, you know, it's a coaching certification on top of that. So the last half we are diving into how do you coach your people through fear and limiting beliefs. But I launched a program about stepping into your gifts, which means that I'm going to have to do that more than I ever have done before. And that's what happened. What I just mentioned, right. Of like, stepping into my gifts and into my power and into my knowing my confidence, like being feeling comfortable being seen in all the ways, good, bad, otherwise, all of these things that we're putting out are, are forming us. So you guys might already know this, but it's not just like what we're doing for other people. Whenever we, whenever an idea comes in, right, we're channeling or receiving an idea to create is yes, it's for other people, which is awesome, right? That we can help with that. But it's also going to refine us. It's going to forge us into um, the person that we're supposed to be so we can lead that container. And it really is like a ceremony. Like the two weeks or the two and a half weeks that I was in the launch period was seriously, if you've ever done plant medicine or psychedelics, it was one of the pow most powerful ceremonies I've been in. It was crazy. So 
I've known this before, but it was just such a great reminder and how cool is it when you're living in your purpose, making a living in your purpose, right? Making money, helping people and loving what you do all at the same time. What a blessing. And that it's going to, you know, transform us as we transform other people. And that's so cool. All right. Lesson number three is it's not what you do, but it's who you are becoming. This is another juicy nugget. It's not about the funnel. It's not about, you know, how to scale. It's not about how often do you post or what do I say on my reel? How do I make a good reel? How do I, you know, write better or like whatever thing like strategy or branding or marketing thing you're trying to do more of or be better at? Those things are still important, of course, but you can have the best marketing or branding in the world. But if you aren't owning who you are, it won't be successful. And like I mentioned earlier, even if it is successful, it still won't feel the same because you're not being you. You know what I mean? Like, so it won't feel successful even if it is. And I was doing a podcast with my friend, Anna Grace, who her episode will come out later in a few weeks after this episode. And she mentioned that she was hiding for two years. Like she was hiding who she was and she was hiding who, her gifts for two years. And she had quote unquote success. Um, like she had money. She earned hundreds of thousands of dollars. She had notoriety. She had a following on Instagram, but it wasn't mo her most aligned success. And she was, because she was still hiding who she was. And that feels off. Like your spirit knows, your soul knows that something is off. So even if you have success, it's not really success. You know what I mean? So yes, marketing and branding of course matters right like you need to have both it's not just i do the thing and people appear it's i mean it's that like but it's not more important than who you are that's the best branding you can have is being fully holy and 100 yourself and i experienced that during this launch that it's not what i do but it's who i am and my energy my frequency that matters the most all right lesson number four is that no one is coming to save me. Man, I forgot how many juicy lessons I have in here because <laughs> I wrote these notes a while ago and this one goes deep. <laughs> um, but I realized how much I was still playing a victim in the past um, really year now or six to eight months now, but specifically during this launch and during January, I realized I was still waiting for someone to save me, meaning... Like I was waiting for a big podcast, like to me be on a podcast or to get a big name on my podcast or a big Instagram live, or maybe, you know, I was like, okay, like this one course or this one offering or this, I kept saying like, this will be the thing, right? Like this will be the thing that finally makes it big. This will finally be the thing that I get all my success and I won't have to, you know, work as hard anymore. And in, so instead of focusing in, on building and growing a sustainable business, I was looking to win the lottery. And so I'm calling this like a lottery mindset, right? If like, and I'm like, if you are feeling like you just keep waiting for like this, this is going to be it. This is going to be it. Like, okay, like this is, this is the one thing. This is the one thing that's going to do it, guys. There's nothing wrong with that because I feel like for me personally, it helps me keep moving and like, to get to the next step and to get like, I kept trying, you know, cause I kept believing them like, okay, this is going to be the thing guys. Like I'm finally going to make it big. 
but it wasn't. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I might've had bigger successes and definitely bigger failures than others. But like that mindset, I just know wasn't serving me because I was still coming from like a, yeah, just like a less empowered version of myself for lack of a better word, victim, you know? And why I'm saying victim is because I wasn't owning, like I was expecting someone to save me. I was expecting something outside of myself to do the work or to be the reason for my success instead of me, right? I was, so if you are depending or relying on collaborations in any sense to be your savior, to be your bulk um, reason for your success, your source of success, then it's revealing to you that you fully don't believe in yourself. And I can speak from personal experience. So there's nothing wrong with collaborations, obviously, but you got to come from a place of like you are whole, kind of like a relationship, right? Is a codependent relationship is where two people who need saving or who feel needy who, or who feel incomplete without themselves or like on their own, and then they're expecting a relationship to fix that for them. It's the same thing. Or it's like, you have to come into a collaboration, like knowing that you're the shit and like you have something just as much to offer as this other person does. And also really like realizing like, yes, they are doing you a favor or helping you out and helping promote your offering course, service, podcast, whatever. Um, and another metaphor that I thought of was like in baseball, I kept hitting for home runs, right? I was kept swinging and swinging and swinging, but I wanted, I want to hit some base hits too, you know, just hit it first base, get a, get a single, hit it, get a double, you know, like load up the bases. I don't, I don't have to keep just swinging and trying to get a home run every time. Like it's helpful to just get some base hits and build that sustainability. And that's really what I'm focusing on this year is the, the building, the consistency, the sustainability, the nurturing, instead of just like showing up, um, this is another way how I knew it was my shadow was showing my shadow shown was I kept expecting not only a big collaboration, but one offering to finally make it big. So I didn't have to work anymore. Meaning, okay. So my fear alchemy course is, you know, it's a self-guided online course. And I, part of the time I was telling myself, okay, this is just going to be so, so successful. I'm not going to have to really do anything anymore is that I'm just going to, I can just sit back and watch it just, you know, sell hundreds of courses a month and I can just chill. And that obviously sounds awesome. And that's the game plan. And I'm working towards that. But if I have that mindset, you know, to just completely want to switch off after I do something, then yes, it's part of my personality, but really it's revealing to us. Like we're still coming from a victim mentality of like, we are expecting something to save us right? We're waiting for the big break. Nothing's wrong with the big break. But if we're relying and depending on it, then that's where it's unhelpful. And I want to share share a story with you guys. This is a vulnerable one, but I feel like it will provide a lot of context for you. And this is when I realized that no collaboration was going to do it for me, that I had to do it for, for myself is when I did an Instagram live with my friend, Dr. Nicola Perra, um, also known as the holistic psychologist. And I did an Instagram live with her and my 
my intention before that was like, oh man, like I'm going to sell at least 100, 200 courses, you know, like not that that's the main thing, but like she has, you know, five, six million followers. And if I get a few thousand followers from it, which I did, I think I got like two or 3000 followers from it. And so I thought for sure I'd get at least a hundred people to sign up and no one signed up. <laughs> and that hit me because I was like, damn, like I can have the biggest cosign in the world, but nothing's going to do it if I don't do it for myself. You know, I have to be coming from a powerful, confident, grounded place within. Um, so let, let that just be a lesson for you guys. And I'm super glad I did it. And I'm grateful for that collaboration. Um, but I have to come from my own sovereign place before all that can happen. Okay, let's go to lesson number five, which is that I'm not meant to do business in the usual slash old way. So all of the launches, all of the like the offers and projects weren't successful in my past because I was doing it in a way that was out of alignment for me. So, and I know a lot of you guys might relate to this. Like if you guys are feeling like you are doing all the right things, you've done courses, you've done masterminds, you've watched YouTube videos, you've signed up for three thing, free things, paid things. You're trying to do all the things that people tell you to do it. You know, you set up a funnel or you post this amount of times a day or whatever, like, and if it's still not working for you, Yes, part of it might be go back to my first point about not being all in, but also part of it might be that it's not that way isn't meant for you, meaning that's an old, an old way or a forceful way or an out of alignment way. So it's just not in alignment for you and it's not supposed to be successful. Like that rejection is redirecting you into a way of like, hey, you're learning from this. So I know it's frustrating when something isn't successful as you want it to be, obviously. But that is where you are learning so much from from it, right? Of like, am I out of alignment? Am I not, am I, is the universe protecting me from it from being successful? I feel like that could be a beautiful new perspective and reframe that you have of maybe it's not succeeding because I'm doing it out of, a, out of um, not misalignment. And so, I'm being protected because if this were successful, then I'd keep doing it in this way. And then it would be, you know, a hard lesson for me to learn down the road because I still wouldn't be happy. I could have the money, the numbers, the followers, whatever, but it wouldn't be in alignment. So I'd still feel empty inside. So maybe it's not working because it's not supposed to work in the way that you're doing it. Um, so ask yourself if, if it's coming from a completely aligned place or if you're trying to force something um, because we all have a unique success code. It doesn't matter how I do it or how someone else does it or what you learn, right? Is like, you're going to have to figure out your way. So if something's not working, maybe that's not your strategy. That doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. It just could mean that it's not aligned for you. Like that's not the way for you. And no matter who you are, how smart you are in marketing or how you show up or how many followers you have, how much, how little, whatever, is like, you're going to have to go through lots of trial and error to figure out what works for you. And so that's what I learned, right, is this way that a lot of people tell you to do things. It didn't work for me, and I tried so long to try and work, make it work for me. And I'm glad because I learned, you know, how to do it my way, and I'm still learning how to do it my way. But that's just a little nugget for you. 
All right, quick break before we go to number six is I want to tell you about the wait list for the next coaching certification. This is for the program that I've been talking about this entire time, the thing that changed my life and is changing so many other lives as I'm speaking. Like we're in the middle of it right now. Um, we've had a few calls together and it is incredible. These people are experiencing breakthroughs. And I also want to be super clear that they are also experiencing lots of fear, <laughs> right? They're experiencing a lot of discomfort because whenever you say yes to a transformation, is it's going to be uncomfortable. There's going to be things coming up that you may not have even realized. It's going to ask of you to let go of things that you may not realize that you needed to let go of. So yes, these are powerful breakthroughs, but lots of death too, right? Like that's what fear is for. Like fear is trying to prevent you from dying, but you need to die and let go of the old ideas, the old you, the old identities, the old fears, they got to die. So you can be reborn into who you were truly meant to be. And so if you want to be part of the next round of, you know, breaking through your own fears and barriers and obstacles that are holding you back from sharing your gift and your message with the world, then get on the wait list. I'm thinking I will probably launch it in September of this year of 2023. Um, this launch is definitely going to be bigger than this last one. The, the hype, the momentum is already building. I can feel it in my soul and my bones. Um, so get on the wait list. It's in the show notes and the description. It's a coaching certification. So, um, in the second half of the program, I take you through the process of how you can help your clients of how, how you can help your students break through their own fears and limiting beliefs. So you'll learn how to do it on your own for yourself in your own life, in your own business. And then you will learn how to do that with your people too, in your business. You could, even if it's just your kids. You could be a school teacher. You could be a social worker. You could be a coach, a health coach, um, you know, a fitness trainer, anything where you are leading people. It is going to be so helpful because like everyone struggles with fear. You know, like everyone feels anxiety. Everyone feels stress. Everyone is overwhelmed or stuck in some way. So this program teaches you how to really help people get to the root of their fear not just give them quick fixes, not just motivate them, but actually hold space for them. Give you the tools of what to say, when to say it, how to say it, and how to read their energy, how to read their body language, and then truly gently guide them through long lasting, like a lifetime of breakthroughs. So if you're interested in that, um, check out the link in the description. This is definitely the most fun I've ever had. Anything I've ever done, this is the most fun thing that I've done and partially why that is is because it is the most aligned like I've showed up in my gifts I'm showing up in my power in my confidence and then the group is receiving that same power and confidence and we're all in the same powerful energy and, and just bouncing off each other and just having so many cool ideas and breakthroughs and another great point of it too is the community that it's not just you know signing up and you take an online course it's you're getting to know people you are really getting to know the heart of people you're watching people share their deepest darkest secrets sometimes the thing that they've been hiding and their vulnerabilities and you get to do the same you let you get to let people see you and you get to see people and we get to love each other and hold space for for each other so there is an early registration discount um, for the pu for the people who sign up 
in the first few days when I announce it. So make sure you get on the wait list so you can be one of the first people to sign up so you can get that discount. All right, let's get to lesson number six, which is don't force or convince people to buy. And this is going to be, it's going to be so difficult, especially when you're new in your business. You don't have to be new in anything, right? But if you're a new coach or anything, any leader, even if you just have a sales job, it can be so tempting to try and convince or force people to buy from you you know, and be overly pushy. Um, and I've definitely done that before. <laughs> but I want to share this lesson with you because it, it's been really, really big for me of how the success has felt to me. So yes, you want to nurture and follow up with people, right? Is I'm not telling you to, to bypass or to avoid selling or to avoid prompting or nudging people or following up with people. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying not to overreach out of scarcity. So don't waste your time trying to sell people. And guys, I can tell you, I've wasted a lot of time trying to sell people. <laughs> so much time, so much energy. It's sucked a lot of happiness out of me too. And we hear a lot like, don't take no for an answer, but I'm going to tell you, take no for an answer. It's going to save you a lot of time and energy. Um, let people come to you. Like, again, yes, nurture, follow up, engage, nurture, have conversations, build trust and connections with your with your community and your audience. But don't try and convince anyone. Don't try it like people, you will know if they're interested because they're engaging with you. Like if they're ignoring you or they're ghosting you, they, yes, that's their own fear showing up ironically, but, or they might not just be interested interested right now, even if, it's the best thing for them right now. Even if you know it could help change their life, your job isn't to try to convince them or to force them because it takes away, like it robs them of that ownership and the transformation of saying yes for themselves. Like they have to, that's the, the transaction, like the paying for the thing, the signing up for the thing, no matter how big or small the investment is, is I've seen it and my own clients and courses and everything is that and retreats is that that is definitely the most important part of it is because that's that leap that everyone has to take of going over the edge of saying enough is enough i'm worth it i'm not doing this anymore i'm not going back to my old life i am here it is and so the transaction is the transformation right like the investment is is not just money like it is a big thing obviously right we feel a lot of discomfort when we're spending large amount, amounts of money but it's not about the money it's about what the money represents and the money often represents you know value it represents worthiness it represents change to these people not to these to these people to all of us right in in whatever context is that when we invest in something we are saying that we are ready to change we are ready to let go of our old ways and it's really important for people to own that process, to go through that process. And if you try and convince or sell people, one, that's just not a fun way to do things. And in my experience, it's not fun. And if you don't want to do that, then, you know, try this way of, and like, 
I guess just let me tell you, like when I first started coaching and I had my first sales calls, I remember this was a few years ago and, you know, I did what everyone tells you to do. You have people sign up for a free discovery call and I didn't sign up. I didn't sign anyone in the first few days because I wasn't making them aware of their pain. I had someone, and so I had someone listen to my calls and coach me. And that's what they pointed out is that I was solving too much of their problem before they worked with me. So they didn't feel like they had a problem anymore because I solved it for them on the sales call. But I started to sign people when I really hit their pain points hard. I didn't overgive, right? I didn't try and um, solve the problem for them on the call. I focused on the problem more than the solution. But I stopped doing this because I didn't enjoy how it felt. Like I was really, really, really like digging, you know, sticking the pain point, the knife into their side and like twisting it. And it just didn't feel in alignment for me anymore. It felt forced. So later on, I realized that I was, um, well, actually, this after this, the pendulum kind of swung to the other side, right? Of like, I don't want to do any sales calls or any selling or any following up at all. And I realized that that was just a fear of selling, you know, is that I don't want to be rejected and I didn't want to go through another disappointing sales call or invest my time or energy into someone and have them say no. So I discovered that I was hiding behind not doing sales calls or engaging with people because of my own fear. I realized that it's it's not either way, right? Is that you don't have to push them super hard and you don't have to be in avoidance and not do it at all. It's like there can be an in-between and I know it's different for all of us. But for me, it's like that will back to the first point, right? Of when I said, I'm giving everything, I'm giving my full heart. And the difference was like, okay, I'm going to show up for people. And like, again, I'm not going to overgive and I'm going to hold my boundaries and know my worth. But at the same time, I'm going to show up for these people and in what they need instead of just, you know, expecting them to buy right away, like really showing up for these people as a leader. And I feel like this is the mix, right? Of like, you're not forcing or convincing people to buy is like, you will lead them by example. You will invite them with love and like, yes, there will be some nudges and stuff along the way. But long story short, don't convince people to buy. Take no for an answer. You will save yourself a lot of energy. All right. Number seven is having a launch, a long launch period was really helpful. And you can definitely do, you know, the typical ways that people will tell you to do if that works for you. But for me, again, doing it the way that people have told me to do it wasn't helpful, right? Which is like, you have a you know a week uh, of a launch period and then you just hurry and sell, 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 sell during that launch period. But having a launch period, mine was like two and a half weeks. It helped ease my nervous system. Like it was nice to spend those two plus weeks really dropping in and teaching on Instagram. Um, I even might do a longer launch period. I might do a month next time or three weeks. It just felt really good to not feel rushed, to not feel forced. I didn't have to feel like I needed to, close people right back to the forcing and selling it was just like i got a chance just to be in it and to flow with it and to learn from it and to talk to people and to engage with people hear their questions and then address them on instagram and their content instead of just like feeling like i had to have it all figured out in a week and talk about everything in a week right it just feels really like stressed out and so i didn't feel rushed to get having people signed up I could focus on the content and communicate what the program is, adjust my messaging, answer questions and address concerns. And doing a week is just, feels like uh, frustrating and flustering. 
Um, and I know that's probably why some of my other launches weren't as successful. All right, point number eight is I should have had a free offer or training leading up to it. And this is, again, one of those things of where people could you know, tell you, like, have a free PDF, have a free training, have a webinar, whatever the thing is. Um, but I want to tell you why this little piece is not just not to do it just because people tell you to do it. But for me, again, all of these lessons are for me, right? Take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't. But I noticed that if I don't have like uh, something to educate people at the beginning, I, like I did Instagram lives. I did a lot of like Instagram lives and like one-on-one um, -on -one coaching. Like I would do free coaching on Instagram. So like that's part of it too. But I definitely want something at the beginning where it's more educational, where people can sign up for a one-day training or a three-day training or a mastermind or webinar, like whatever it may be. I want to have people come in um, and register for this free thing and like get this training because why what I felt is again it felt like partially rushed or forced like as soon as I launch something then I'm just expecting to people to buy it but if I have something that's you know a training that people can go sign up for then they're essentially getting everything in that right so yes I'm still going to follow up and talk about it on Instagram and all the things but I just noticed that if I am launching and I'm like, okay, people buy it now, like that isn't strategic or helpful to me or to them. And so really having something where people can get educated at the beginning, knowing what the offer is, um, what it feels like, what we'll be covering, really giving them a taste of it instead of just um, kind of like expecting them to, I guess, read my mind a little bit of what it is. So it's kind of like, when you're going on a first date, right, is that you're not proposing to someone on the first date. You've got to build the connection and build the trust and have multiple um, dates and connections and touch points and talks, like get to know them, go through some challenges together <laughs> and grow from them. So I just learned that I can't expect people to buy as soon as I announce something. And so really just building that relationship is part of why it's important to have that at the beginning. And I just wanted you to know that like again fo focusing on their nurturing um and building the relationships is one of the things that i'm definitely taking away from this experience and i would encourage you if you're not already doing that to definitely do that too okay all right for some reason in my notes i think i skipped number nine because now i have num num number 10 <laughs> so i guess it's nine lessons i learned but we can say 10. Okay, cool. All right. So last but not less last but not least lesson of what I learned from my most successful launch is it's a numbers game. As much as I don't like to admit it, and I've tried to avoid this truth for my whole business because I tried to be different. I didn't want to believe it, whatever the thing was. I guess there's this idealist part of myself that thinks everybody who shows interest is is going to sign up. And I I think I think like that because I'm like that. Like I personally would never really show interest unless I'm seriously considering joining it. But I'm not everybody. So I've learned, right? Is like I'm not everybody. This is a big lesson for me and I imagine for some of you is that you, yes, you can relate to your, to your people, to your clients, to your audience, to your community. 
but at the same time, you're not them, right? To the people that you're coaching and guiding is maybe you've been out of that too long. And so it's really important to remember like where they're at. And so to really think in their shoes, to put yourself in their shoes. And that's what a great leader does anyway, right? Is you are leading the people, not just expecting them to understand where you're at. You're understanding where they're at most importantly. So what I mean by it's a numbers game is that there's this thing called a conversion rate. So you guys might already know this, but it's a conversion rate is essentially right. Like it's taking a conversion rate would be like if a hundred people are interested in signing up for your course or for your launch or for whatever, like even if a hundred people sign up for a free thing, like let's say you're doing a free mastermind or a free webinar or whatever. If a hundred people sign up, a hundred people sign up for that, maybe only 30 people will sign up and maybe out of those 30 people that only, so a hundred people signed up, 30 people only show up to the live call. And maybe out of those 30 people, maybe you have like one to three people sign up, right? So out of a hundred people that you got interested in something, maybe one to three of them will sign up. And this is just conversion, right? Is how many people are interested and how many people actually pull the trigger. Um, so like an average conversion rate across just all the whole sales industry, which is pretty generic, which is very broad, but it's about 1%. So of course that average can be much different based on the product, based on the audience, the price, the industry, what it is, who's selling it, right? There are lots of variables of where it could be more than 1% or less than 1%. But in general, 1% conversion is the average some people would say like two to 5% is an average too. Either way, it's not a large number, right? Is like between one and 5% is that is the conversion rate you're going to experience. Or even if it's 20% or 30%, like the moral of the story is that it's not 100%, right? It's like you need a lot of people to get interested. And why I'm telling you this is because I've just set myself up for disappointment because I'm like, oh, sweet, 100 people are interested. That means 100 people are going to sign up or maybe 50 people are going to sign up, right? It's like, I'm just really, really getting my hopes up. And that is helpful in the way of like how I show up for people. But at the same time, it's not helpful just based on the mathematics, based on probabilities, like just the law of the universe. Just the the reality of it is like, you're not going to get everybody to sign up. And I know this is obvious, but I wanted to share it with you guys because um, for some reason I thought I was better than statistics <laughs> or I was better than um, probabilities. And so, yes, you can defy numbers and you can defy logic and you can um, have a much higher conversion rate. Like I know people who, you know, don't do a lot of promoting on Instagram. They have a really, really engaged email list with maybe a few thousand people. And they have a really high conversion rate. Um, so it, it depends on, you know, how you're doing it and where your audience is, all the things and the relationship that you built with them. But regardless, right, is you're not going to get, even if you have an email list of 3,000 people, not everyone's going to open up your emails. You know, not everyone who reads the emails is going to sign up or click on the page. Not everyone who clicks on the page is going to sign up. So just remember that there's this whole thing that you can't control. All you can control is like how you show up. And I think I had over 60 people interested in, I definitely had over 60 people interested and I, 
nine people signed up. So that's a 15%, that's one five, 15% conversion. And when I look at it that way, that's actually really good. You know, like if the average is two or 5%, then I tripled like the high. And when I talk to people about that, people are like, damn, Ben, like that's a really, really good conversion rate. So that helps me feel better. And also it helps me realize like, okay, then I've got to, you know, reach more people at the same time or get more people interested. And I know I definitely did my best and and I can truly say I, I gave everything I had. Um, but yeah, just don't expect everyone to sign up because that would just leave room for a lot of disappointment. And so I'll just leave it there, I guess. Right. It is just like the, it is a numbers game as much as I don't like to admit it. All right, y'all. Oh, that was a lot. Actually, I just remembered my last point. So it is 10 things. It's not nine things is talk to people in the Instagram DMs. Um, I used to think that was like, there's a trend here too, right, guys? Of like, I used to think I didn't need to do certain things because I don't want to be like other salespeople or I don't want to come off as like I'm manipulating people or whatever is my ego story was telling me. But I started engaging people in Instagram DMs and just having conversations and that was really helpful. And if you're a coach or if you're just on Instagram in general, you've probably seen people say like, send me a DM saying, with the fire emoji, send me a DM saying I'm ready. And then right. People will start to like ask you questions and, and like engage you in the DMS. And I was reluctant to doing that before. Cause I didn't want to like, it's honestly just like a fear of selling and coming off sleazy and selfish or whatever. Thankfully, I've reprogrammed and alchemized that fear because I know like if I'm not engaging in that process, then I'm holding back from, you know, helping people and like holding my gifts from people. Um, So if you guys haven't done that yet, I feel like that's a really useful thing. Not to say that you have to sell people or convince people in the DMs, but just like invite people to have a conversation with you is really helpful just to know like what's getting in their way what concerns do they have? Uh, what problems have they been facing? Is like you really build a connection and learn where they're struggling so you can learn how to help them. And also it really helps you um, create content around for the like, general audience. Like as soon as, this is just another bonus tip, but like whenever I'm working with people like clients, one-on-one -on -one clients, or even in this co group coaching right now, is that I'm taking notes of what people are struggling with and dealing with because then I can make content around that because I know so many other people are dealing dealing with it, right? So if you're not doing that already, like focus on where your clients are struggling, like where you are struggling, what what people are DMing you, what people are commenting, maybe not even just on your stuff, but you know, across the board. So that is the bonus tip. Okay, y'all. I told myself I was gonna try and keep this short, but I don't think I did. <laughs> But it's just a part of me that I want to dive deep and I want to tell you guys all the things because I wish I had um, someone to tell me about these lessons. So here you are. Here are all the lessons. I hope it can save you a lot of time or at least some time and some heartache, some disappointment. And I hope it can boost you into some more easeful success and more aligned success. Thank you all for being here. Again, if you haven't already, please subscribe, leave a review, give it a thumbs up, share it with a friend. It would mean the world. 
and get ready for more uh, regular podcast episodes because they are coming. Here we go.